want again to revisit something I said. Uh, I spoke uh, uh, some month, I don't know, maybe last year, but one. But praying from his presence. Praying from his presence. I can't avoid but just to go back to it. Praying from his presence. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 4. From verse, verse uh, 16. Let's start from verse 14. Hebrews 4, verse 14. Reading from the New King James Version. So I want you to pay close attention to, to this. Uh, I'm not ministering it because of, just for the sake of ministering it. But I'm believing God for an impartation. An impartation. I'm believing God for your eyes to open in a new dimension that you've not experienced before. I, I got something, some thoughts, uh, you know, from the Lord. I've known this, but this afternoon it was even more clear. The more you have the word of God in you, the clearer the spirit realm becomes. That's very important. You're walking, remember, you're walking that word. You're walking that word. You're, you're walking that word. So the, the, the more that word is inside of you, inside of me, the, the clearer the spirit realm. Uh, it becomes a reality to you. You walk in that realm consciously. You exercise your rights and privileges as a believer consciously. You are aware of it. You are aware of the things in the spirit. So in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 14 says, uh, seeing then, that I want you to point on that. The more we have the word of God, the Bible says that the word of God dwell in us richly. The more we have that word of God inside of us, the clearer our sight is the visibility of the realm of the spirit. The reality of the realm of the spirit becomes even clearer. It becomes real. It, be, it becomes, it's open to you. I, I was meditating on something and, and I could see with my spiritual eyes and then a, a scripture came up in my heart and then I saw a clarity now. It was more clearer than the initial the, 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 when I started meditating. You see, if I didn't have the scripture, the word of God, knowing the word of God in that area, light could not have come. In his light, you see light. In his light, you see light. What's light? That's the word of God still inside of us, the word of God. The entrance of his words gives light. It gives understanding to the sin. So I want you to pay attention tonight, okay? Okay? Don't, don't be distracted. Uh, seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin. Look at verse six, 16. Let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So he says here, let us come boldly to the throne of grace. Come, come. So then we need to realize this. I wrote a lot, quite some notes, so 
I may, I may dictate them, but you can listen. This message is available. But as believers in Christ, we need to realize that God loves us, and therefore he has made it, uh, he has made it possible for us to be in his presence because of his love. He loves us. He has made it possible for us to, to be in his presence. And, and, and praying is such a privilege to us. Because if you think in terms of praying, I'm going ahead of myself. But, but he's made it possible for, for us to enter into his presence, to be in his presence. When I think about God, and from the scriptures, in line with the scriptures, the Bible says that uh, uh, in that, in that, uh, in the Garden of Eden, after man has sinned, God came walking in the cool of the day. And, and then, uh, let me see if I can say from the scripture, just the way the scripture say. So this is after Adam and Eve had sinned. And then in verse, in verse 8, uh, chapter 3 of Genesis, and they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence. From what? We are talking about praying from his presence. Now, what removes us from that presence is sin consciousness. Why is that so? Uh, look at this. In so many ways, it's ignorance of the redemptive work. Because in essence, the sin problem has already been dealt with. Oh, okay, 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 okay. We haven't come out of Genesis chapter 3, yeah? But I'm with, just what I've said. I like saying something and then I show you from the scripture. Let's go to Hebrews still, chapter 10, verse 23. Verse 19, verse 19, sorry. Verse 19. You, you, you're there? Hebrews 10, 19 says, Therefore, brethren, ah. Oh, Let's start from verse 15. You're here for the whole night, it seems like. Look at verse 15. No. No. Uh, we start from verse 14. No, we start from verse 11. <laughs> <laughs> And every priest stands ministering daily and offering repeatedly the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. That's who, who is he talking about? The old covenant. All right? Okay? Look at this. Uh, but this man, hallelujah, you know the man? Capital M. This man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins, forever sat down at the right hand of God. Listen to this. From that time, wait until his enemies are made his footstool. For by one offering, he has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. Amen. Sanctified, perfected forever those who are being sanctified. This means that the sin problem has already been taken care of. What removed men from the presence of God was sin. We see that Adam and Eve, we are going back to Genesis chapter 3 at some, some point. But look at this. Why was that so? They had sinned. They had sinned and they had died. 
Because God had told them the moment you eat the fruit, you shall surely die. They died spiritually. So look at this. Then the sin, when they had, they hid themselves. When they had the presence of God, they hid themselves. But here the man Jesus came and he dealt with this issue once and for all so that you and I can enter into his presence and dwell. Look at this then. Verse 15 says, But the Holy Spirit also witnesses to us, and after he has said before, This is the covenant that I'll make with them after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their hearts and in their minds, and I will write them. What does that mean? The more the word of God dwells in us, let the word of God dwell in us richly. The clarity, the presence of the, 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 the spirit realm becomes, so it becomes easy to enter in and dwell in his presence. So then he says this, then he asks, their sins and their lawless deeds, are we remember? Are we remember? No more. So in the new covenant, sin is no longer a problem. Ignorance is. Sin is not a problem. Ignorance is. For my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Ignorance is. What does ignorance? Ignorance actually then empowers the enemy against our lives so that we may walk in condemnation. And in condemnation we can't enter into his presence. So then, he says therefore, uh, now where there's no, this verse 18, now where there's remission, remission of this, there's no longer an offering for sin. So there's no longer an offering for sin because the man Christ Jesus was offered for sin once and for all. All right, look at this. Therefore, brethren, sisters, having boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his, his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of, house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. Guaranteed Jesus has already paid the price for us. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with the pure word, which is the word. Pure water, I mean, which is the word. So that, that sprinkling, that word dwelling in the word, it, it, it removes that evil conscience. Thinking like God doesn't love me. Thinking like because I made a mistake, God doesn't love me anymore. You, you see, that's deception. Because that, that, that has already been taken care of. In Christ. Let's go to Genesis uh, chapter 3. Back to Genesis chapter 3. So he says this. And, and they, they, they had the sound of the Lord God walking in the, in the garden of the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from what? From what? He doesn't have it up there. From his presence of the Lord God among the trees of garden. So here we are talking about praying from his presence. Adam was hiding from his presence. So I told you this, the sin problem has already been dealt with in the new covenant. But ignorance 
of what he's already done is what keeps us believers from entering in his presence, into his presence. Now, okay, so it's a privilege for us. It's such a privilege for us to pray. When we understand that God has called us into his presence, we will enter in and pray from this place. I'm going to share some things regarding that. It is in his presence that we receive his mind for any situation. In his presence, we receive his mind. There had been perfect unity and perfect union with God and, uh, and Adam and Eve. But the moment they sinned, they were removed from that. But we have the mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, and he paid the price for us in full. That we may enter into his presence. Our priority should never be for us to, to give our needs to him, rather to be in his presence of the one who cares for every detail of our lives. That should always be our priority. He longs for the presence of his people. Okay, so then. In Matthew, emphasizing that he knows every detail of our lives. In Matthew chapter 6, uh, 6 to 8. Matthew 6, 6 to 8. But you, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret place. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And then he says this, And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they'll be hard for their many words. Therefore do not be like them, for your father knows the things you have need of. What? The things you have need of. Oh, what is that? For your father, therefore, not be like them. For your father knows the things you are need of. You are need of before what? You ask him. Mark that word, please. Say it. My father knows the things I have need of before I ask him. What is something there? So look at this. The Father knows the things that I have in need of before I ask him. He knows exactly. He knows everything. So, so look at this then. Then when I'm coming into, into, I'm coming into prayer, I'm not informing him anything. Uh, let me say it in, in a better way. I'm not informing him of anything that he does not know. All right? But I, I do believe this. Then what he's longing for is the presence of his people. And to know when I'm approaching him, he knows my every need. Therefore, my need is not a priority. His presence is my priority. My fellowship, my fellowship with him is my priority. I'm telling you, yourself, if I don't have, if, if, if I have no relationship com complete, we, you know, we are brothers or sisters in the Lord, but all that I ever call you, I ever come to you, is because I need something from you. 
That will affect our relationship. In fact, we'll have a relationship, but we don't have fellowship. There's a difference. Relationship, I believe, the relationship is all of us. We, are, we, we have been born again. We have been brought into the kingdom of God. Therefore, we are children of God. But fellowship comes through spending time with him. So there's a difference of relationship and fellowship. And spending time with him that you may know his heart, that you may know his mind. And, and the way to enter in, then we have to, to, to go to the scriptures, like that Hebrews chapter 4, we've looked at. We have to go to the scriptures and follow exactly what he has told us to do and come into his presence. He knows everything about me. He knows every of my need. The father is like, he's saying, I, I just want, I want you to come. And all you can do is talk to me, worship me. Hear my thoughts regarding this whole situation. In fact, I'm going ahead of myself. But listen to this then. It's very important to read the scriptures every day and meditate on them. The scriptures will point us or will point you into to, to his presence. Okay? That's what the scripture will do. Uh, will point into his, into his presence. In his presence, the scriptures, I, call, I, call, I can call them logos, the written word becomes rema or alive because there is no death in God. There's no death in God. So everything becomes alive. Let me, let me give you an example. You, 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 you can hear people say, I'm more than a conqueror, praise God. But there's no, there's no victory. They're not walking in victory. Oh, oh, let, oh, let me not take you far. Uh, let me talk about myself. Okay. Uh, some weeks ago, at some point, I stopped uh, my regular exercise as I, I was doing. And I kind of uh, was off balance in March after they tested me for COVID. Uh, and then after that, I was off balance for some time that I wasn't back into my uh, exercise the way I was in the rhythm, uh, in that rhythm, especially from last year before we went to Mount Kilimanjaro. And then, um, so, you know, I'll do a little bit here and there, and yeah, I'm not doing the way I like, uh, I had gotten into doing. And then I remember one morning, some weeks ago, saying, Lord, I'll sit down early in the morning, because I'll leave sometimes 6 a.m., I'll go jog for about 3.7 kilometers, and then I'll come and do some, you know, some stretches, uh, light weight, not like 167. Have you been watching Olympic? <laughs> not that one, of 190 kilograms. But some weights, you know, dumbbells and, and uh, the what? Barbells and all that. Those who know anything about that. Anyway, so then, um, I remember weeks ago, I sat down early in the morning. I finished my devotion, and I said, oh, Lord, help me to get back into, into, into my exercise. Help me. It was at 6 o'clock. They are I'd already finished my reading of the scriptures and all that. And I had inside of me, I can help you if you step out. Not while you are seated. 
<laughs> that is good. That is good. I can help you. You know, I usually I'll come out 6 o'clock, 6.30, and I'll jog. At least three times a week. And then the Lord told me this. Yes, I can help you if you step out. You start running. But you can't tell me, help me while you're seated. You're not going anywhere. It's like I'm expecting the Lord to come and jack me out, put those clothes on me for exercise, and now take me out to the compound and push me around. No, he's not going to do that. You, you see what I'm saying? He's not going to do that. So, so then, why was I saying that? There's something that I was saying. To get, oh yeah, okay. So, so then, look at this. Was, was God's help present? Yes. I remember that day when I, I stepped out and I started, I, I walked, I walked some and jogged some for the first day. But I'm telling you, the second day, I started feeling like a deer. It just felt good. I mean, I'm, uh, it just felt just good, just jogging. Of course, I'm not, I wasn't jogging like a 16-year-old or 17-year-old they ran, but I was jogging as myself. A more mature Christian. You, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> Did you get my point? Because I, want, I don't want you just to be hung, uh, hung up on uh, what I said about me of, of not stepping out. A person can say in this man, I'm more than a conqueror, praise God. But they are not living the reality of that word. That's my point. Why is that so? Let me share you some things. Then it's important to read the scriptures every day and meditate on them. The scriptures will point into his presence. In his presence, the scriptures, you can talk of the written word logos, becomes rema. And there is no death in God. Therefore, in his presence, everything becomes alive. You, you, you stay in there long enough until when you hear that word inside of you, because you have it, it's already inside of you, you've entered into his presence. I am more than a conqueror. You know it. You know it. You know it. You know it. The word is becoming flesh and is dwelling in you. Is the word personified? Why is that so? Remember the Bible says in Psalm 119 verse 89, Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. So heaven, you want to know where the word is, is full in operation with no doubt or darkness whatsoever is in heaven. It's in heaven. A hundred percent in operation in heaven. Everything responds to the word. Completely. In the earth is not. In the earth is not. Because even the children of God, they disobey the father. But because he's given them the will, he can't manipulate them to obey him. But in heaven is perfection. So look at this then. When we, we, we start entering into his presence, 
and take time there in his presence, the word becomes alive and we start seeing the reality of it. And the reality of it starts permeating our hearts. And we are able to fellowship with the Father through the word. Our, oh, I'm going ahead of myself. But look at this. We come into his presence where everything is full of life. Everything. Everything of his nature within us is activated. And anything of the curse is removed. Remember the song, you know, the old song, in his presence. What is it? In his presence. Oh, in the presence of Jehovah, God Almighty, Prince of Peace. Burdens vanish, hearts are mended in the presence of the King. So, so you, you see that, you, you see now, in his presence, which is everything is full of life, everything of his nature within us is activated. And anything of the curse is removed. Listen, joy fills our hearts and nothing else matters except him. him. All you can see is you can see to see your face <laughs> and all of your glory to know your grace. You know that song? And all of your beauty. This is my prayer. Uh, this is what? This is my, this is my cry, O oh Lord. My heart's desire, O oh Lord. To see your face, to know your grace. This is my, this is my cry. Okay. When you come to that place, everything about him in us is activated. And everything about the curse is removed. And look at this. And nothing, nothing else matters but him alone. And you can just stay there. Can I tell you it won't happen two minutes? In two minutes time. It will happen when you take more time. But look at this. The more we practice being in his presence, this is what happens. It comes to a place that it no longer takes like 30 minutes or so to enter in. We can just enter in. The Lord reminded me some, you know, I don't know, it's last year or so, Dwelling in, into my, dwelling in my presence is a mindset. So you can be talking to people and all of a sudden just, just in that presence and just, and just oh, Father, just worship me. Just worship me. Just worship me. Just worship me. So nothing else matters 
except him. This is where the reality of delighting in the Lord comes into place. Remember the scripture in uh, Psalm 37 verse 4, delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. So that's when it comes now, the, 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 that, that scripture has become now the, a reality to you that you are delighting in the Lord. Uh, you've come into his presence, you're delighting in him. He says this, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Remember, he knows the things you have need of before you ask him. Before you ask him. I like to go before the presence of the Father and just think of this. Lord, why am I here? Is it because I want something from you? Or am I here because I love you? I'm here because you're my father. Or it's because I have a need. So you hear people, you know, I'd rather be dwelling in his presence and then he, 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 he prompts my hand and says, I want you to take more time in my presence. Just go, go without food for some time. I want you to fast and pray. Oh, okay, yes, I do. So. And, and, and don't spend much time doing this such and such and such. I want you to spend much time in my presence. Yes, sir. Okay. Rather than things are bad. That's when we are looking for you, we can find you. Where are you? You're in Catalonia. What is it? The landlord is after you. You understand? You understand? I'm giving example. But, 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 but you see what I'm saying? But things are bad. You see what I'm saying? You, you know what? We all go through challenges. You understand? That's not the point. But I'm talking about uh, staying in his presence until I no longer to be running and need to be running away, you know, because things are bad. But because I'm here, because I love you. It's very important to read. Uh, okay, let's see over here. You're no longer, when you delight yourself in the Lord, you're no longer praying from earthly perspective. From the earthly perspective, but from the heavenly perspective. You are being risen in Christ and raised together with him has become a reality. Because you're not earthly. You have been raised together with him. You have been made to sit together with him. Therefore, you have taken your rightful place. And it's not enough. And our citizenship is of heaven. Our citizenship is in heaven. So you're not earthly. So you've come to the place in his presence. Look at this. If you want to see what is in a lope, what is in a in a valley, you need to go up to the mountain. You need to go high. And and mostly, this is the thing. Actually, the things that are troubling us uh, is because we still have earthly mentality. We're living on earth, but we still have the natural mentality. But if we came into His presence, He knows everything, and there is no curse in His presence. And every need is met. Are these words resonating with you? 
Because huh? I don't want just you to hear words, but I want them to create an image inside of you and to stir you up within you, yourself that I want to stay more in the presence of God. Look at this. Uh, then you, your thoughts in that presence of God are established. They are no longer wandering, but they are in the world. Do you want to know? Do you want to know when you, you have entered into his presence? Let me give you an example. Before then, you had this stressing or pressing need. Let me use that word. You had this pressing need. And it troubled you and it just kept coming into your mind. And then you say, no, no, no. I'm going to spend time into the, in the presence of God. And I'm not going to ask anything concerning this. I just want to spend some time. And you start, when you're starting, the moment, let's say, like you thought, like, I'll kneel, then I'll concentrate. The moment you kneel, those thoughts are coming. Concerning that thing. In fact, it becomes even bigger. But look at this. You say, no, it's not bigger. That's, not, that's a lie from the devil. I'm going to stay in here. And that's where your supernatural language comes in. And the, the, the thoughts are coming. And a guy, and, and you see, you, you put it, for though I walk in the flesh, I do not, I do not walk according to the flesh, for the weapons of my wife are not carnal. They are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. I take every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. This thought, I take it. Into, into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And the more you stay there, you're realizing those scriptures are becoming alive from within you. And then, and, but this won't work in this manner. That don't work. That don't work. Because believers sometimes we do those things and we like yes, it's a decade, data pasty. So Glory beke. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. You're wondering. You're wondering, you're, you're, you're there. But I'm telling you, it comes to, you just give your heart to the Lord. And so get in there. If he's, he's kneeling, if you, you sit down, you're just there. And get that brochure. The case of Kiki Dabasti. And those thoughts are coming. And those thoughts are coming. They keep coming regarding that issue. But listen, you know the truth. You know the word is light. You know the word is greater than that which has been troubling you. And it can be even, listen, it can be even a, a physical attack. But you know the scriptures are true. Anyway, this is the way I think. Anyway, I've come to the healer. Pain is just, you're gone because I've come to the healer. Oh, oh, oh was it on, 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 on uh, no, no, Saturday, actually. On Friday, this past Friday, we were at the home. I could tell I wasn't feeling good. Minister to the children, went back to the house, uh, prepared. You no, know, we, we had, I think, lunch, stroke, dinner. 
and I still felt tired. I, I told him, I'm going to lie down a little bit. I went to lay down, I woke up, and I felt tired still. I was just tired. I thought, hmm, I could tell I was not feeling well. Then I thought, never mind, I'll deal with this. So I took some time for, for about an hour, uh, an hour, I think close to two hours, one and a half hours or so, praying in tongues that afternoon, that evening, late in the night, on, on Friday night. And, but I still could tell I wasn't feeling well. Then I went to sleep. I woke up and I could tell I was tired on Saturday morning and I had a training right here. Then I, 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 I pressed through. I had my notes and all that. And I came out, I had a meeting, wonderful meeting, uh, training leaders. In the afternoon when we went back to the house, I could tell I was not feeling well. I said, I thought, now that's the time, now it's coming to two o'clock, you know, in the afternoon and all that, some minutes to two. And you know, the, 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 I was up late on Saturday, on Friday, I was early in the morning on Saturday, and then here comes, I've been ministering for, I think, close to two hours, and then I've gone in the afternoon. The natural thing to do is what? Sleep. People think when you sleep and wake up, you are healed. Not so. Not so. I've never seen in the Bible, sleep and thou shalt be healed. Not so. Now, what I thought, I thought, I know what to do. So I, I, I told him, I'm going there in my study, and I'm, please, no one should disturb me. I'm going to pray. I went, and I knelt before the presence of the Lord for slightly over an hour. And thoughts came up in my heart, like just what I was telling you, the way I was feeling. And I, I said this, I'm before the presence of the healer. He will take care of this. I'm his temple anyway. Anyway, my, my body is his temple. After that one hour, I was ready to push a, a wheelbarrow. <laughs> full of something. And that was it. That was it. It was gone. Uh, was it, you asked me, you, know, you, you asked me, you don't look okay, you need to get, you need to take something. Oh no, then on Monday, some symptoms are trying to, to come with me. Uh, of, you know, running nose and kind of flu. And then she told me, you need to take some, uh, what do you call that? Huh? Antihistamine. Yeah. I say, no, don't worry. Look at this when I wake up tomorrow morning, what will happen? I walk, I'll wake up early in the morning, I'll deal with this situation. I woke up early, I got into the presence, that was it. In the afternoon, I was telling her, I'm smelling good. <laughs> that was it. That was it. In his presence, the curse is removed. Everything concerning the covenant becomes alive. Becomes alive. Everything concerning your covenant becomes alive. Listen, th this is my point. Your thoughts are established. They are no longer wandering. That situation is no longer swaying you away. You know, just bothering you and all that. You come into his presence, then your thoughts are established. And when they are, the scriptures are alive in your heart and you are no longer limited by anything. That presence, that thing has vanished. 
and only him matters. And what happens? Everything has become alive concerning your covenant with him. Your situation has been overtaken. Listen to this. Your situation has been overtaken by his presence. And therefore, all you can say to him is this. Father, I love you. I love you. Whatever you want me to do for you, I'm available. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Oh, Father, I love you. Now you've forgotten about that situation. Remember, there's a situation over there, but now it's vanished. And listen to this. In that place, you receive his heart concerning things that you're supposed, like it can be about the nation, people around you, whatever he has commanded us to pray for in his word becomes your agenda. His agenda is your agenda. When you start realizing your needs are being met, All you can say is, I love you, Father. I love you. I love you, Father. I worship you. You are good to me. Oh, I worship you. Oh, I worship you, Father. Did you hear that you receive his heart concerning the nation? Or nations of the world concerning people? Whatever he has commanded us to pray for in his word becomes your agenda. Or whatever he may even assign to you at that moment. He may tell you, pray for so and so, pray for such and such, and his agenda is your agenda. Why is that so? You are one with the Father. You are one with the Father. Remember 1 Corinthians 6.17 says, He who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. And the Father has wanted his people to acknowledge that. Jesus says, I'm the vine, you are the, 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 I'm the vine, you are the branches. Let's go to John 17 and hear the passionate prayer of our master. John 17, verse 20. <clears throat> Is there anyone who came with a need tonight? Hmm? Anyone who came with a need tonight? Oh, all of you, have, you you'll have to, to really pray for us then. For me. Because all your needs are met. Praise God. Huh? Anyone who wants to give me some five million shillings right now? Huh? Or oh, it's after the service? Okay, fine. After the service. But anyone who came with a need? It's nothing. The Father. It's a need to you, but it's no longer need in His presence. Now look at this thing. Any, anyone who came with, a, with any kind of pain in your body? Anyone? Any kind of pain in your body? You, you come with any kind of pain? How are you feeling? Or you, it, you're able to say it? Or? Discomfort? Okay. We'll be praying tonight and we'll be healed. And after that, I want you to tell, to tell us. Uh, yeah. We'll be praying tonight and that. 
That, that's it. Now look at, let's look at this. Remember what I said, then you've become what? My last statement. I told you to pay attention, not be distracted. You've become what? One with the Father. His agenda is your agenda. Has become your agenda. Okay? Now look at this then, what Jesus said. Uh, remember, he's facing the disciples who are there. But then he says this in verse 20. I do not pray for this alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. Do you know we have? Do you know some of you came, if you followed through, you came to the Lord through because of Thomas. <laughs> I came to the Lord through John. <laughs> but, but look at this. If we first start following the chain, that's why I like going to heaven and seeing all this. I like to know from that time Jesus left, who led who to the Lord and who, who and had and had. I think I gave my life to Christ, mine through a chain of Paul, Apostle Paul. <laughs> Some of you through Thomas. <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? Because he says this, I do pray for the, I do not pray for this alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. So most likely, the word that brought me into the kingdom through the word of the Apostle Paul. It came through John and then Apostle Paul. I'm just kidding. But look at this. That they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you. Your maths teacher doesn't know that. Even your science teacher. Even your rocket science teacher cannot explain that. And that, that all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you. You can't even explain it. You see? You see this, this, uh, this mask is in this paperback. And you are in this paper. <laughs> can, I, can I say, let's say, let's say object A is saying, you know, uh, as you, Father, are in me, so object A is the mask. So the mask is saying, and you, Father, you are in me. All right? And I... I am in you, this is object B. And this is object A, which is, which is praying. And you, Father, are in me. We're trying to put it in there. All right. And I in you. That means we are so joined that you can say, am I in or out or where? I am right in there. We are just one. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Philip says this, show us the Father. Can you imagine? Jesus is saying this, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And then Philip uh, says, show, show us the Father. <laughs> and, and Andrew Womack say that, that's why they are called da disciples. Da. No, they are da. <laughs> <laughs> you be done. No, no, I just can't. But they, 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 if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. But I say this, as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us. 
Do you know what that means? That when the world sees you, they've seen the Father. They've seen the Son. Why? His presence. His agenda has become our agenda. And then he says this, that the world may believe that you sent me and the glory which you gave me. Come on now. Are you reading the scriptures? The glory that you gave to me. Does that person want you into his presence? Huh? Does that person want you actually from his perspective is seeing you just like him? Oh, then that brings me to a place. That Father, if you didn't want me to come, you couldn't have told me to. But because you want me to come and you want me just to be like you, I can come in. And I am not going to pray from the earthly realm. I'm going to pray from your realm, your presence. When I started doing this, and it's been uh, quite some time, when I started doing this, let me say this, let me talk about myself. When I gave my life to Christ, I was to go so much for cash, so much, so much for cash. And I'll go the whole night, but in the morning I'm tired. You know mostly what to do for pleasure. And, and you give your love to Christ and you find you think that's the way people pray. And then there's a there's a brother usual be at the at the door. As if demons are entered in there. And you've just given your life to Christ, you go in and start doing the same thing. At least I never went to that extent. That's Friday night, the moment you wake up in the morning. Uh, uh, brother. <laughs> Anyone who ever saw that? Come on now. Oh yeah, there's so many. Anyone who ever prayed that? <laughs> Up in the morning, Saturday morning. Hey, brother, you look tired. Hey, to to I never went to that extent, but I saw people doing that. But mostly I'll get tired. I get tired. I got tired. But God help me. He's merciful. It's merciful. It's merciful. <laughs> There's a brother I ever stayed. He ever stayed in my room, small house. I had. Brother Matthew, when he started praying, 
you just go to the corner. There's the people who always go to the corner. Like, yeah, yeah. They always look for a corner. I don't, I don't know. Have you ever seen that there are people who rightly go to the corner immediately? If you hear that, let's pray, you see them looking for a corner. I just don't understand that. <laughs> Brother Matthew, oh my goodness. You'll hear <laughs> so, okay. All right. We've talked about ourselves. Now look at this then. So let's feel tired. You feel tired. And think like a spiritual warfare. No, that's a gym. You've been stressing your voice and you've been trying all the gymnastics. That's not really uh, because you can't be in the, op- in the presence that way. You know, uh, an example if I, you know, just you know, talking with the teenager, having dinner, just looking at her, and I say, I love you, I love you, I love you. <laughs> what will she do? I'm telling you, I say, no romance there now. Sure. Hey, 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 hey. So you come to the place that You start praying from his presence. You realize every time you are refreshed. Every time. Without fear. You are refreshed. In fact, you just don't want to leave. It's because the responsibilities of life are calling you out of that place. But you actually, you want to stay there. And every time you are refreshed. And that has happened to me over the years. I just can't imagine. I, I, I can't imagine being without that. You are refreshed. You come and say, oh, God. It's so wonderful. Why? You're being in his presence. And that's exactly where God wants us to be. He says this, and the glory which you gave me, I have given them, that they may be one just as we are one. I in them and you in me that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved me. Listen to this. As, as, and have loved them as you have loved me. Father, oh, listen to this prayer. Father, Father, I desire that they also, they also whom you gave me may be with me where I am, where I am, that they may behold my glory, which you have given me, for you loved me before the foundation of the world. That's like a romance. Is that so? Those are words. Those are intimate words. And then he says this. He says, uh, he says, uh, uh, or he says, oh righteous father, the world has not known you, but I have known you. And these have not have known that you sent me. And I have declared to them your name and will declare it. And that the love which you have loved me may be in them and I in them. There's no distinction there. The man has been invited into the presence of the Father. 
to be just like you. And all you can say is, oh, Father, oh, Father, who knows all your needs, nothing that he doesn't know about you. Now I want us to take some time and just pray. No corner, corner prayers, okay? <laughs> I think that's the scripture says that they, you remember Jesus talked about the Pharisees. They, they stand at the corners of the market. Of the market. So kind of like that has a, a way of. What does he say? Let's, stand up on your feet. Why don't you read that? Uh, He says in Matthew 6, 5, And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogue and on the corners of the streets. Rather <laughs> may be seen by the corners. It's look like those corners over there, the streets. And that they may be seen by men. Do you get something out of this? Why don't you just, let's, let's thank him on enter into his presence in, in, in some time of prayer. Now, I'm, I'm not saying what to pray for, but I want us to enjoy his presence. Father, we do thank you. It's so clear in your word, Father, you want us to enter into your presence. I know we are right now, but I'm asking you, Father, for the manifest presence as we pray in tongues, the supernatural language from within us. Lord, thank you. Thank you for your glory. Thank you for your glory. Thank you for your manifest presence. Thank you for the blood. Thank you, Jesus, for the price you pay. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for you are our help. Go ahead. Go ahead and pray in the Holy Ghost. Ah, thank you, Lord. We praise you. We praise you, Father. We praise you, our Lord. We praise you, our Lord. Glory to your name forever. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for every utterance that you have, we have made by the Spirit. You say whatsoever things we desire when you pray. We believe that we receive them and we shall have them. And we have prayed through a supernatural language enabled by the Holy Spirit, a perfect language that communicates with you, our Father. And therefore we believe we have received that which we have prayed for. And we trust you for the interpretation of those prayers and knowing steps to make, ideas, wisdom, impartation, things that we need to, steps that we need to take, for the fulfillment of your plans in the areas that you have prayed for, Father. Oh, Father, we, we, we honor you and thank you 
for the glory of your presence in our midst. For the glory of your presence in our midst. For the manifest presence in our midst. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. And at your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. So, Father, by the authority of your word and your presence which is here, I command and release the healing power of God that by the stripes of Jesus, every single person is healed now. Father, in your presence, I believe there for insight concerning every need represented here. Insight, revelation, your mind concerning that. And we believe we receive your mind concerning things that even needs in our own personal lives. We receive your mind. And thank you, Father, for the impartation that has taken place tonight. We release faith for everyone called into this ministry, praying for Pastor Carla right now, and praying for entire church, living faith, victory faith church, all partners, all friends, all staff, all that are part of this ministry, victory faith church family. We pray, Father, for them right now and release our faith for the, the supernatural knowing of your calling and what are the riches of the glory of your inheritance in them and what is exceeding greatness of your power toward them, toward every one of us. Father, thank you for having raised us together with your son, Jesus Christ. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is in us. Therefore, Father, thank you for the fulfillment of this vision. We thank you for all those in authority in this nation. We pray for President uh, Kenyatta. And we pray for his government. And you've commanded us in First Timothy chapter 2. We pray for him. We pray for this city. We, we pray, Father, for your mercy and your grace upon this nation. And we thank you, Father, you say that you pray for all leaders and all men. That you may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness. And we take our authority in the name of Jesus and we plead the blood of Jesus of our nation that our nation shall not be given over to the evil one, but our nation shall be ruled according to the word of God and we call those things that be not as though they were. We call that over this nation. Father, thank you for your mercy and your grace and thank you for everyone here tonight. All the impartation, Father, has taken place. And as we give our seed, we give by faith. We give knowing, give, you've said. Therefore we give and it shall come back to us. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give unto our bosom. And I bless your people, Father, as they prepare even to go to their dwelling places. I, I, I speak your blessing. I speak your blood over them the blood of your son Jesus Christ. I charge angels of God to protect God's people even to their dwelling places. We thank you and we praise you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.